Hello and welcome back to Weathering the Storm, a podcast where we strive to weather the storms of life by placing and sustaining an unwavering faith in God. I'm your host, Drew Suttles, and I'm excited uh, to be back with you today. I thank you so much for tuning in and for listening. I do hope and pray that this episode and, and that every episode from this season and from this podcast uh, will be helpful to you in some way and that it will help you to weather the storms of life that you may be facing. Now, today we are recording episode eight of season three of Weathering the Storm on the Scattered Abroad Network. And this is actually going to be uh, the beginning of a small two-part series on anxiety. This first episode is going to be When Anxiety Rules the Day. And the next week, Lord willing, we'll wrap up this small series of how we can weather the storm when anxiety rules the night. And so again, looking forward to uh, this study this week and next week. Uh, both passages will come from the Old Testament as we look to these examples in hopes of gaining strength, gaining encouragement to weather the storm when anxiety rules the day and when it rules the night. Before we dive into our study, as always, I want to encourage uh, you who are listening to go and to check out our website, scatteredabroad.org, to contact us at scatteredabroad, uh, the Scattered Abroad Network at gmail.com. Uh, but also to go and check us out on Facebook and on Instagram and to certainly pray for us. We, we, we covet your prayers as we are striving to come together, even though we're scattered, to be united in our purpose of bringing glory to God and of spreading the gospel to as many souls as possible. So again, I thank you for listening today. Hope and pray that this episode will help you. I remember growing up and hearing that people were suffering from anxiety, and I thought, well, why are they so anxious? Why can't they just calm down? But now that I'm older, I realize that there's many times when, when you can't really help it. And let me say this. If you're struggling with anxiety, go and see a doctor about it. And, it, and, and, and maybe you can take some medication that can help you. That's a good thing. And I just want to offer that uh, my two cents on that. Uh, if you if you can take medication for it and it can help you, by all means, do that. But there are times when it's not a medical diagnosis, but it's just a moment of anxiety because of different factors, different things that are that are starting to to come in and creep in. And if we're not careful, that anxiety can rule and overtake our day. Everybody has a different routine. Everybody has a day-to-day thing that they do. Some some folks, if you're like my wife, you, you don't have a daily plan. You see, for me, I would go crazy if I didn't have a daily agenda, if I didn't have a, a list of things that I needed to do from day to day. But for my wife, she says, hey, I'm just going to wake up and, and go with the flow. And that's wonderful, and I love that about her. And I think that's something that helps with our relationship is we kind of complement each other with that. Uh, and so I'm thankful for her. and and. Uh, just the way that she lives from day to day. But again, for me, you know, I, I would go crazy if if I didn't have a plan. But when we think about the day-to-day grind, sometimes anxiety can creep in and it can take over our whole day. What I want to do in this episode is I want us to personify anxiety as if anxiety were... Uh, an army. Anxiety is is the army, and it's the enemy. And anxiety is creeping in. Anxiety is making its way to your doorstep. 
How can you weather that storm? How can you weather that storm when anxiety is trying to come and rule the day? How can you escape it? How can you get through it? How can you cope with these moments, these feelings of anxiety? I'll share this with you before we dive into the text. That uh, this past Sunday, I woke up, didn't feel great, you know, not 100%, but I figured, well, if I can get up, get a shower, get moving, get going, I'll be okay. But it started to feel kind of kind of strange. And it just felt like the walls were closing in on me. And as I was standing at uh, the island, I was looking over my sermon, and I was trying to just kind of get everything ready to go. And all of a sudden, everything just kind of dropped. And I felt extremely sick. And I walked outside. My wife was getting the kids in the car ready to go. And I had to take my tie off, take my jacket off. And there is a, a, a chair outside of our front door. And I just had to take a seat. My blood pressure went up. Didn't know what really was going on. But just did not feel good at all. And later on, my wife said, listen, you probably had a panic attack. I've never experienced anything like that before, but I think that's probably what it was. Just everything built up and, and anxiety was creeping in. I was extremely anxious. Paranoid. Some of you listening today, you go through that all the time. Some of you have experienced panic attacks. Some of you know what it's like to feel super anxious. And again, I hope that this episode can help you. I hope that we can get through this together. And we can learn what to do when anxiety tries to rule the day. If you have your Bibles, I want to invite you to the Old Testament. To Second Chronicles. Chapter 20, 2 Chronicles chapter 20. We know that the Old Testament is written for our learning. Romans 15, 4, it can give us patience and give us comfort. It can provide hope. And so we can learn a lot of, of great lessons from the Old Testament. And specifically, I want us to think about what happens here in this chapter with King Jehoshaphat. King Jehoshaphat was uh, the son of Asa. You may recall that King Asa was one of the good kings there of the kingdom of Judah, the southern kingdom. We read about Jehoshaphat in 2 Kings 22 and in 2 Chronicles 17 through 20. And he, being the son of Asa, being a good king, reigned for 25 years in Judah. We find that uh, the Lord was with Jehoshaphat because he sought the Lord and he walked in his commandments, 2 Chronicles 17 that he had riches and honor and abundance, and his heart took delight in the ways of the Lord, Second Chronicles 18.1. In fact, he sent teachers to teach the law of the Lord throughout all the cities of Judah, and he was uh, extremely uh, instrumental in trying to bring people back to God and trying to establish that there in the southern kingdom. We find in Second Chronicles 19 that to do this, he removed the wooden images from the land and prepared his heart to seek God. And he encouraged the people to act in fear of the Lord, faithfully and with a loyal heart, and to behave courageously, knowing that the Lord would be with them. He's a great leader. And Jehoshaphat was one who wanted the people to, to have that confidence and to have that confidence in him. But what would happen when an enemy was approaching? Would he be able to practice what he had been preaching? Again, as we think about this enemy, we want to personify this 
and picture anxiety being the enemy that's trying to creep in and trying to take over, trying to rule the day. Second Chronicles chapter 20. We find that it happened that the people of Moab and the people of Ammon came to battle against Jehoshaphat. Some came and told Jehoshaphat, saying, A great multitude is coming against you in Engedi. And Jehoshaphat feared, and he set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. So Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord, and from all the cities of Judah they came to seek the Lord. Now keep in mind that Engedi was about 25 miles from Jerusalem. And so here's Jehoshaphat. The enemy is approaching. They'll be there pretty soon. What's he going to do? What's he going to do when this enemy comes? And again, picture yourself with anxiety creeping in. What do we do when anxiety tries to rule the day? Pick up with me there in verse 5. Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court, and he said, O Lord God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? And do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the nations? And in your hand is there not power and might, so that no one is able to withstand you? Are you not our God, who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel, gave it to the descendants of Abraham your friend forever? And they dwell in it and have built you a sanctuary in it for your name, saying, If disaster comes upon us, whether that sword, judgment, pestilence, or famine, we will stand before this temple and in your presence, for your name is in this temple, and cry out to you in our affliction, and you will hear and save. And now here are the people of Ammon, of Moab, of Mount Seir, whom you would not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt, but they turned from them and did not destroy them. Here they are rewarding us by coming to throw us out of your possession, which you have given us to inherit. O our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us, nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. What a great prayer that Jehoshaphat prayed. The first thing he did, of course, was he turned to God. That was the first good thing that he did. That's exactly what you're supposed to do when difficult times come. Turn to the Lord. And this is what he did. But as we examine this prayer, let's think about how he was able to weather the storm with the enemy approaching. The first thing that he did, and the first thing that he announced in this prayer, is that he respected God's power. He respected God's power, verses 5 and 6. Notice these questions. Are you not God in heaven? What a powerful statement. <laughs> Are you not God in heaven? Are you not the one who said, let there be light and there was light? The psalmist says there is a God. Our God is in heaven and he does whatever he pleases. Psalm 115.3. Jehoshaphat recognized this right off the bat. Are you not God in heaven? Of course he is. Second, he says, do you not rule over the kingdoms of the nations? And of course he does. Daniel 4, 17 and 32, Romans 13, 1. And then this, in your hand, is there not power and might? Truthfully, there's nothing too hard for God, Jeremiah 32, 17. 
that he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, Ephesians 3.20. Jehoshaphat respected God's power. And you and I, when we face times of anxiety, when we face difficult storms, and the enemy, anxiety, tries to creep in, let's remember God's power. That God is powerful. And he can help us to overcome when we face that, that storm, that time, that difficult trial. So the first thing is to respect God's power. Number two, he remembered God's providence. Verses 7 and 8. Are you not our God who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and gave it to your descendants of Abraham? He goes back to remember how God had provided for his people. And he says, won't you provide for us now? He said, you and I, we can depend on God to take care of us because he's proven it time and time again in the past. You think about 2 Corinthians 1.10. Paul says, we trust in God who delivered us, who does deliver, and we trust that he will still deliver us. Past, present, and future deliverance. That's what God can provide. And so when we respect God's power and we remember God's providence, then we can have the confidence to face that anxiety head on. So you know what? It's going to be okay. I'm going to be able to get through this because God is powerful and God will provide. He's going to take care of me. I'll be able to weather this storm. Number three from this text, notice that Jehoshaphat recognized God's presence. He recognized God's presence. He says, if disaster comes, sword, judgment, pestilence, or famine, we will stand before this temple and in your presence. We will cry out to you in our affliction. You will hear us and you will save us. You see, he, he, he recognized that. What about you? Do you recognize the anxiety is there? Well, of course. Do you recognize all the problems and all the pain? Yes, of course. But do you also recognize that God is there, that God is with you, and that God is greater than our problems? He's greater than our pain. He's greater than any anxiety we could ever ex experience. God is with us. He says to his faithful children, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Hebrews 13, 5 and 6. As we open up God's word, as we read it, that is how God is with us. That's how he communicates to us. And certainly when we pray to God, that's how we communicate to him. He's with us. Do we recognize his presence in our lives? We must recognize that. And that'll help us to weather the storm when anxiety tries to rule the day. And so we've noticed from Jehoshaphat in this beautiful prayer, when the enemy was approaching, he respected God's power. He remembered God's providence. He recognized God's presence. But then finally, and I want to end on this tonight, uh, in this episode, he rested in God's promises. He rested in God's promises. There's two things that he does here I think is extremely important for us as we try to put this into perspective of weathering the storm. The first thing he did was he admitted something. He said, the enemy is here. We have no power. We don't know what to do. He admitted that. 
So you and I need to be able to do the same. The enemy is here. Anxiety is here. I'm going through a trial. I'm going through a difficult time. My mind is racing. I'm struggling. The enemy is here. We have no power, meaning I can't handle this on my own. We don't know what to do, meaning I don't know what to do in my own my own mind. How do I handle this? So the first thing he did was he admitted these things, and we must do the same. But then notice second, he trusted. The enemy is here. We have no power. We don't know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. Dear friends, that's the answer. When anxiety rules the day, our eyes need to be fixed on God. We need to trust in Him to help us get through that time. Psalm 121, 1 and 2. We will look under the hills from where whence comes our help. Our help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He's the one who can help us get through it. He's the one who can help us weather the storm. The question is, do we truly rest in the promises of God? Are our eyes fixed on Him? Or are we more focused on the anxiety that's trying to rule the day? Dear friend, don't allow that anxiety to rule your day. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts. Know that that God is with you. Respect His power. Remember His providence. Recognize His presence and rest in His promises. Turn to Him. Trust in Him. And He will help you from day to day. Anxiety creeps in. It's a very real thing. Something that we struggle with. But we can weather the storm as we look to God for guidance and for strength to overcome when anxiety tries to rule the day. And always remember this. God is the one who truly rules the day. May we look to Him for guidance. May we look to Him for strength. May we look to Him as we strive to weather the storm when anxiety tries to rule the day. Next week, Lord willing, we will look at part two of this study, When Anxiety Rules the Night. But the same answer will be found next week as well. God's the one in control. Let's look unto Him. Thank you so much for listening. May God bless you. What's up, guys? It's Caleb and Michael over here from the Scattered Abroad Network, and we just wanted to say thanks so much for listening to this episode. Yeah, we're so thankful to the East Hill Church of Christ for overseeing this network, and we're grateful to God for this opportunity. And don't forget, you can check out our show notes below for all of our social media links, email address, website, and we have a monthly newsletter, so don't forget to sign up for that. Please remember to leave us a rating or a review on whatever platform it is that you use, and please continue to keep our network in your prayers. As always, thank you again so much for listening. Be ready tomorrow. We have brand new content coming out here on the SAN. Thanks so much, and God bless.